Welcome, it's SB Pod. Stanford Steve is here. How are you, my friend? Excellent. How are you, my man? I'm good. I have bad news for you. Oh, boy. I'm focused. I have a list, and I have several questions I want to start with. These are serious philosophical questions. We got NFL, we got college, we got all sorts of stuff. Yep. We'll get, we'll get to it. Neither of those is the lead topic today. Number oh. one. Oh. Today in the DMV, it was as beautiful a day as you could have. Yes? Yes. I have I want to know spring day, fall day. Because a day in the spring could feel like this, and it feels different because it's spring. Day in the fall that's like this the temperature could be the same the color of the sky could be the same i just want to know do you which do you prefer one over the other i had this conversation with my mom driving in and 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 i ended up going deep down this philosophical hole and i thought i'm gonna start with a big man on this do you have one that you prefer over another spring day like this fall day like this probably spring probably spring because there's something to look forward to with the beautiful days. Hundred percent. I get it. It's awesome today, but we know it's coming. And see, that's why I prefer this. The days are about to get shorter. Mm-hmm. Leaves are about to fall. You got Thanksgiving after. Well, let me not let me not bury the lead here. You got three little ones too. Yeah. We got Halloween, Dad. How many days to Halloween? We're counting it down. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year, all the rest. Uh, some about I get reflective, which I am prone to do. I don't know. I just found myself today looking around, thinking this is a day's a day doesn't get nicer than this. And give me the fall day. Spring days are great too. I get it. Summer's coming. Winter's in the rear view. All the things that there are to look forward to. I was just I was just curious. What'd you do? Uh, we were out in the. I was out in the yard with the boys. We were. They said, "Dad, can we play? Can we play Most? I'm like, "What is that? Like, you know what that is? Like, what's where you catch the ball? I'm like, somebody at school obviously told Sam. Yeah. Let me tell you what. My guy can wing it. Like he can chuck a nerf. I don't know if it, I, I got to get him in a pump pass and kick immediately. Although I don't know if he can kick a ball. He okay. kind of chucks it up in the air and it's hit or miss. How are the but, mitts though? Iffy. Mm, we got to work We're, on that. We are. I get you. I get you a couple of drills. We'll get them going. Well, I mean, I've explained to them up high. You got to have the hands together, down low, sort of more like a basket, trying to get in. It's just can't use your chest to catch it either. That's or your game. or your face or your Steve. face or your teeth. Not great. That's why or we're your... using the nerf because we have a K two that yeah. I'm pretty sure I could chuck to Poolsville. <laughs> That's a little bit of ways down the road from where we live. But uh, yeah, on this beautiful day, and then we have, we're out in the yard with the puppy and um, the puppies discovered the back portions of the yard. Uh, we've we've misplaced him on a couple of occasions. Is he like a hole digger? Like you read about. Yeah. I'm. He wants to eat the mud and the dirt and whatever. Aren't all Ridgebacks, though, they love that. Otis did that, right? He did. Yeah. He did. Every now and then you'd lose track of Otis and then there'd be a hole that was dug to, to the water table, which was always great fun but but uh i can't tell what reds i don't know i mean he, he likes to dig that's uh that's just for sure he likes Did he to have dig. a five guys burger yet not yet we're, no. he, we're we're trying to ease him into the people food because okay. things got as we know those of you that have been around with a with us for years <laughs> things got a little out of hand with otis and the people food so we're going to try to make that 
I mean, it's not going to last, but you're, you're just, yeah, I was going to say you're, you're, you're using of the word easing makes me laugh. Well, he's, <laughs> he hasn't had one yet. That's, and I mean that you'd have lost money on that because you'd have been sh- for sure. Right. Would have thought, thought he would, but I did realize, I mean, there's right. You know that where that five guys is right up there. Oh, yeah. Not, not, I mean, it's close. Yeah. It's going to happen soon enough. Just yep. hasn't happened yet. All right, here's the second philosophical question. I and this I, I need you to I need you to level with me here. We've known each other a long time, mm-hmm. been friends for a long time. Met season ended yesterday. Mm-hmm. What's that thing you do with, with them? Because you you really like the Mets, don't you? Yeah. And so when we talk about them and you do the optimism meter bit mm-hmm. and it's zero and I know it's coming and and last night you kind of didn't want to watch because you were afraid of what was coming and it did. Mm-hmm. And I, I get where Mets fans are. Mm-hmm. I get that there's scar tissue. I get yep. it. But I'm just trying to figure out. And I mean, it's preferable to what I do where, I mean, they call it the panic room when I watch Terps games because I mm-hmm. don't handle it well. And my stress is obvious. I just, I'm, try, I'm trying to figure out how, what is it you do as a Mets fan with that emotion? Because I know you feel it, but I've never seen it. I expect I expect the worst. I expect the worst when it gets, especially when it gets to these situations. And I've seen it plenty of times before. I laugh at all the young Mets fans that I know that seem like they're more and more uh, – of abundance because they have had some good regular seasons. There is promise. They have, you know, star players, but I've just been there so many times and I've, I've, I've enjoyed the hell out of the season, but in the back of my mind, I knew like uh, Escobar this year, that guy came in. He he was one of my favorite players I've watched on the Mets for years. That guy is as tough as they come. And I, I, I'll remember that. Like I, I, this, this season, he was tremendous. And everybody will talk about the Diaz thing. I just, you know, it's a closer. And we saw, I mean, he came in in what, the sixth inning Saturday. Mm. So I, I've, I've seen it too many times. And I, I, I expected the worst. And I was going to tweet it yesterday morning, and I didn't. And I said it on Daily Wager today. And I said, if if you woke up Sunday and you're a Mets fan and you expected them to win last night, you're an idiot because but, it was you could see it all right there. I mean, it okay, was right there. Okay, and, okay. and baseball is a is a different sport. Okay, there. I mean, I remember the Subway Series that year. The Yankees lost like 15 games in a row to end the season. They're the Yankees. They turned the switch. They win a World Series that year. Their Mets are not the Yankees or anywhere close to them. So. It's uh, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, the defense mechanism. I don't think so. Like I'm, 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 I'm really hurt. I just okay. I've also learned to, you know, as you get older, man. Like I guess I, I just seen it so many times, Scott. Like I, I'm not gonna break and go crazy. And that's oh. I'm not asking you to. I just I I just I you said it. I'm hurt. Okay, that's and I'm not. I just was legitimately curious. I've said often. I'm be optimistic because it costs the same. And -hmm. I remember saying that the year the Capitals won. Be optimistic because it costs the same. Because look, the Caps had never won. They had only lost. And then they won. Mm -hmm. And that whole way through, I just kept saying over and over, be optimistic. 
because it costs the same. And here's a quote. It's one of my favorite quotes. Michael J. Fox says, has said this, and I've heard it often, and I agree with it. He said, the way I look at things, if you focused on the worst case scenario and it happens, you've lived with it twice. It sounds like Pollyanna-ish tripe, but I'm telling you, it works for me. And I get it. When you think, man, the Mets are going to lose, so you're convinced of it, then they do. Then all day long, you thought it would happen, and then it did. Maybe it's a little bit of the Aaron Rodgers, don't speak it into existence. He didn't want to hear about yeah. the idea that they might no. lose in his locker room. Don't don't manifest it. No doubt. No uh, doubt. But it is a, I don't want, I don't want to get too high for a fake playoff series, you know? Total, I totally no get point. it. And, and, and the thing about baseball that's just, I mean, I, I said it on SportsCenter, man. You, you're, you, you grade yourself on 162. And then in, you said it last week, man. By Sunday, it could be over. And yep. then it is. And by any reasonable grading system, the Mets had an awesome year. It, yeah. was, it was filled with fun. You didn't choke. The Braves just refused. They were just insane. They were insane down the stretch. And all right. And now, now then it ends. But I just was curious. And now, now I get it. I, now I know. But optimism costs the same. Got it. Matt Rule got fired today. As we mm. watched on Sunday in our little room here, I was asked, like, do you think this is the last game? And I said, I think it is. It felt like they felt lifeless. They... The, the Baker thing's not working. He's got an ankle injury, or they're just going to try to figure something else out in the in the short term. I'm not suggesting he's not hurt. Maybe he was playing hurt. Mm -hmm. But just watching them on Sunday, they're not good. They're not going to get better. I wondered if seeing all that red in the stadium was an issue. Tepper, their owner, said too many red butts and seats, I think, which is interesting because that's not unique to them. It happens all over the NFL all the time. Yeah. Happened in L.A. again. It happens in L.A. constantly. It's all Dallas fans. Happened. There were a bunch of Philly fans in Arizona. It's, I don't think it's unusual. That happens in lots of cities anymore, especially if your fan base, is, if your team is struggling a little bit, your fans are like, eh. And San Francisco, how often do they get to Carolina? Not often. Anybody mm. that's close, and you made the point, there's all these great packages for fans. You want to come, it's easy to go. Yeah. And so you you combine all these things that it's gone wrong, filled with San Francisco fans, and you could tell that this was what they were going to do in the end. So they pull the plug on rule. And what I want to know is, is Carolina, I get that it's one of 32, but is that an appealing job? I'd say it's not. But as you always say, it's one of 32. I understand that. I'm, and, and, and if you could get it, sure, of course you take it. I just think, look, Ron Rivera was asked on Monday, what's going wrong? And without hesitating, he said quarterback. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, you, you, who's the guy that went out and got Wentz? That was you, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. You could have drafted a quarterback. You haven't, but it, well, they did. They took Howell this year from Carolina. Anyway, mm -hmm. if you, your quarterback situation in Carolina is we went out and got Darnold because it didn't work with the Jets. We went out and got Baker because it didn't work with Cleveland. And the thing about it didn't work somewhere, you tell yourself it's going to work here and it normally doesn't. And so I just think, when you have an iffy quarterback situation and you got an owner who's a bright guy who I think would be appealing to work for, but is only going to be patient to, to a point because when you're successful at everything you've done, you're not going to just be patient if your team isn't any good. 
you're walking into a spot where it's going to be hard to succeed, I think. Mm-hmm. No doubt. And what people don't realize, Scott, is I think, and I had a chance last Super Bowl uh, to chat with Chip Kelly. We, we sat down. We talked for a while about the NFL. And what he brought up to me was how hard it is to hire a staff in the NFL. And I drew a lot of similarities when he talked, you know, these NFL coaches, you, they can automatically X any of their assistants if you reach out. And it's a – so you go there and the guy says, no, you can't go talk. You can't go talk. Guys aren't going to, you know, go parallel jobs. So people wonder – why do you bring all these college guys in? Because that's that's where you have to go. You have to go to get these guys. What did Matt Rule do? He went to get the hottest offensive coordinator in college football, Joe Brady, gone. He's the quarterback coach now for the Bills. That's how fast everything happens. So I think it's everybody's going to jump at the chance to be an NFL head coach. Of course. I'm just what, saying, I'm just saying, well, you got to know what you're stepping into. No doubt. And they make moves. They have one of the most dynamic players in the, in the league. How many games did he miss while Matt Rule was the head coach? They tried to make moves at quarterback. Like there's, right. you, you just you, you can't do it. But I still think he would do it. He would do it again. He would do it again. Coaches are a different breed. And what is amazing to me in this is you read today. You read NFL people, whether it's fans, whether it's fantasy people, whatever. And then you read college football writers and all the college people love Matt rule and all the pro people thinks he sucks. Well, it's, it's I mean, amazing to me, pretty, pretty short list of guys that were great in college that went to the pros where it worked out pretty short list. Yeah. yeah. I got Pete. I got Pete Carroll. <laughs> Keep anybody else. Who else you got? I don't know. That's it. Well, I mean, Saban wasn't terrible with Miami, but he figured out pretty quick. All right, this, this isn't yeah. it. I mean, yeah. the head ball coach came in five and eleven, not very good. I mean, he was trying to figure out where the offense and the defense were. Like, no, coach, this is all we got. This is mm-hmm. it. We don't have different fields for this. We practice together. I mean, it's look at Chip. Yeah. Hey, how about Chip? By the way, UCLA's got the grease hot, baby. Woo hoo! Wow. Uh, wow. F- I'm happy for them. But we we both are in the tank for Chip, but that's fine. Mm. Uh, Rule will have his pick of jobs. It'll be interesting. If I'm him, I just wait because there's no rush. 40? He's getting 40, right? 4-0. Yep. Yep. So he's good. He's all, everything's just fine. And you get to wait and figure out who it is that's going to pay you. You want to wait and see if it's, I don't know. I mean, the Auburn job hasn't come open, but I think we can read the tea leaves here after the after Harson survived last offseason where there was a coup, palace coup among the boosters, it didn't get him out. I mean, it, he'll never – everyone knows the direction that's headed. But that's a tricky one, man. Auburn's a tricky one because <laughs> the boosters have more power than anybody down there. And then you can win a title, and then a year and a half later, well, we appreciate that one happy moment we had. Now it's time for you to go. But I just rule will go back to college and, and be excellent. He wanted Temple, he wanted Baylor, and neither one of those jobs was any good when he took it. Yeah, I think but, he's gonna be all right. For sure. He's gonna be all right. All right, stay in the NFL. Yeah. Do the Rams stink? Wow. Uh huh. It is a who they beat. They beat the Falcons. Barely. 
And that's it. They have one win. No, no, they've got two wins. Arizona. They beat Arizona. On the road. Yeah. Ran it a bunch. Got a lead. Kind of just it was just they haven't looked. I don't know. Last year they were sexy as hell. This year it's it's they're two and three. Stafford's gotten sacked 12 times the last two weeks. He's, I mean, I, playing through whatever he's playing through. And that guy's been tough as nails yeah. forever. Played through so much in Detroit because he felt such an obligation as number one pick and try to put the city on his back and all that. But I mean, it's, it, they're a mess. They're a mess. They are. I mean, you're, you're, look, Donald was ready to walk. Their coach was ready to walk. I, mm-hmm. I and it's, it's, they're, they're, it's such an interesting dynamic there. And this is where, the Rams fans that there are, and I know there are Rams fans, but it's just it's such a different dynamic out there than in other cities because they haven't been there that long. Mm-hmm. And there's it's such a transient place. And it's not like I don't know. For instance, the first week of the season. But bu- now Buffalo, they come in and take over every stadium. They took over Miami for yeah. a division game. They are made, I think they might. This could this could wander in a different territory. Packer fans, Steeler fans. We we know there are fan bases that are really really passionate. Buffalo seems to be on on their own little island at the moment. But there, Rams fans could never take over Buffalo, just no. for two reasons. There aren't enough of you to do it, and number two, Buffalo fans wouldn't let it happen, mm-hmm. right? So because there isn't this massive fan base where you're the biggest story in town. I just it feels like it's kind of a tree falling in the forest that I don't think it's that big a deal. They won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And now it's like they're two and three. Okay, you got Carolina coming in, get right game. Then you got the Niners, but the Niners in the regular season have owned you. You got them in the one that mattered. I just I don't know. It just feels like watching them play, they just they just don't have I don't know, that spark. They don't have a lot at all. And yeah, that doesn't still, mean yeah, it doesn't mean you stink. There's there's what you're stinking. They, they don't have they just that, don't have that. That's what I was right gonna now. say. They have too many, too many talented players of course, to of say course. they stink. Right. Now, but you know what I'm asking. No, it's it's uh it's mind-boggling to look at that offense and see what they've looked like in the losses. Like it, you talk about listless, it's just been let's run Cooper Cup. I th- I think uh buddy of mine charted. Uh, Rams uh, Monday night game against the 49ers where he had 19 targets. Yeah, I think it was 19 targets and they were, it was like 12 option routes. So that's just Cooper goes in motion. He they're in, they're in zone. He finds the open place. If they're a man, he makes a move and they go. That was, that was a lot that's of offense. for that. Yeah. So the offensive line is obviously that if you get a factor that with a quarterback, that's not 100%. You're asking for problems in this league because no matter what, your quarterback is going to get hit in this league unless he's Tom Brady. In the last two weeks, the Rams offense has one touchdown. The teams they were playing defenses have two touchdowns. <laughs> Both San Francisco and Dallas scored touchdowns. Now, you're playing two of the three best scoring defenses in the league, so that had a lot to do with it also. And they got time to get right. It's just there's a lot to get right. It just listless is the word for certain. Mm. Um, who's better at his job in, in life than Justin Tucker at kicking a football? Short list. Yeah, well, I, I, that's... In sports. I mean, I'm trying to think of anybody in sports who when he or she gets ready to do the thing he or she does, I have more belief that he or she will do that thing 
that they're meant to do. He's a joke. Yeah. 58-yarder, bang. 40-something-yarder. It, it went directly over the post in the middle of the goalpost. I mean, it just must be a, like, and, and they had to win. They'd lost five straight home games, had to win that game. And we saw Cleveland with a kick to win, missed. We saw mm-hmm. Arizona with a kick to tie, missed. You have Baltimore with a kick, and you don't even contemplate that it won't be good. What a luxury. And a lot of times he gets left on the sideline. Right. There he is, some to that. We can you know, against, like, Buffalo, against Buffalo. Uh, but you know what's so funny is when they went for the field goal yeah. down there close to go up 16 to 10, and then Cincinnati took the lead. Mm-hmm. All I could think of is here we go. Yep. Barnwell's going to come in. He's going to roll his <laughs> eyes at me on Wednesday, and he and I are going to have that conversation. He suffers me. He's nice not to just make fun of me because I know he thinks I'm an idiot, but I'm not an idiot. That's, that's I just. I think you just got to ask him. Say, do, do you, you what, think I'm an idiot? He won't. Be, he's too nice a man to just go. I think you are. I told him the blackjack analogy last week that I know. I get the math. I yep. understand. I just math the math, the blackjack math and whatever's on your sheet for why Staley should go for fourth and two aren't the same. What do you say? It's not a finite number of cards in a deck. It's human beings. And it's fourth and two, not fourth and one. Mm. Okay. And yeah, you ran it all day on Cleveland, but now you want to throw it. And now it's incomplete. Now they have the ball on the other side of 40. And because York missed a field goal, doesn't mean you did the smart thing. It means you got lucky. Mm. But, when Bal- that- but, but when Baltimore kicked the field goal to go up <laughs> six and Cincinnati took the lead, I thought, here we go. Those but- threes do add up, though. Yeah, well, Cincinnati got down there and decided they want to get tricky on the two, run, go backwards 15 yards, and then ran a shovel pass from the two and got zero points out of it. Mm-hmm. Coaching, it, it's just, it's gotten to the point where it's just, it's it's not just accepted. It's that it, it's you're an ass if you don't say that this is what you're supposed to do. And I just, I, we can at least have a conversation about why. No, 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 we can't. No, no, I'm an idiot. Because I don't just say, yeah, of course you're supposed to, because stats, math. The sheet. The sheet. But it isn't just math, man. Again, blackjack, that's math. It's, that's what it is. There aren't variables that can't go into your equation. No one wants to hear that. His word, cavemen and dumbass. But I'm not. All right. Here's what we're going to do. Boy. We're going to get a sponsor. Okay. We're going to get you... 10K, we're going to give Barnwell 10K. We're going to give you six hours. And whoever comes back with more money from the blackjack table is not an idiot. But that's you either get good cards or you don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I got all the confidence in the world. I mean, I, I know I know basic strategy. I know when to push. I mean, uh, but if I get 8-3 and, I, and I've got a max table bet and I, and I push and then I get a 2, then... I played. I was. I went for it on fourth and two. I just had an incompletion. That's what happened. I did the right thing. <laughs> um, uh, I had coaching on here too. Mm. I, I get it. I won last NFL thing. 
Well, Josh Allen, first half. My God. <laughs> Have fun with that guy. 300, t- 350 and four touchdowns. That's pretty good. Go ahead. NFL, AFC teams. The only team I think that has a prayer is the Chiefs. They're all fully expecting to have to go to Buffalo in the playoffs, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't they're, th- not, they're not looking forward to it. I think I, I I think they've got a different gear. But I don't know. The Chiefs have shown it too. I'm curious. We'll watch this Monday night game here, which is coming up here shortly. Who's got the best defense in the NFL? San Francisco looked the part. Unfortunately, they had a ton of injuries uh, yeah. on Sunday. I mean, a number of big ones. Um at, at every level, unfortunately. And and the injury to um, Mosley in the secondary came late, which is such, I mean, I don't know. When do you pull the plug and get your guys off the field? I don't know. That's that's just, that's a bummer. Dallas's defense is um, mm. pretty, horif- pretty horrifying. Mm. Um, I don't know. It feels like one of those two. Buffalo is certainly in the conversation. It's, it's, I mean, it's, health is such a big part of it. Um, yes. But, I don't know. I mean, I I take my chances with any of those three. I, I'll just I'll say, I'll say Dallas today, just because I think they're healthier. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, they, look at look look at Parsons on Sunday against the Rams, and he's battling a groin injury. And he's still unblockable. <laughs> and then Lawrence, I you should put Lawrence in the Wildcat and just see what happens. <laughs> Every time he's ever gotten his hands on the football, it's remember remember Cromartie when when he used to get a pick back in the oh. day. I would just think. Just get him a block and let him run around because he's, he's going gonna to score. He's going to score. I feel the same way with Lawrence. He's just way bigger. Yep. I'm not kidding around. You, Dak can't play this week against Philly. Put, yeah. Put put Lawrence. Put was he 90? Eagles put, won't be ready for that. No. Put 90 in Wildcat and just get the <laughs> out of the way. <laughs> he's an absolute monster. That defense is gross. Whew. Oh man. Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
All right, college chip. We already talked about it. You said you did. You tell my guy Sheehan before the year started they're going to the playoff. I picked them to go to the playoff. Yes. Well, look. I mean, it. It. You seem like you were smoking Love Boat in the summer. No, everybody. But... Everybody said they had their jokes. Everybody told me they haven't faced a team like Washington. Haven't yeah, faced that... a team like Utah. Uh, how'd, that how'd that work out? Yep. Here's the deal. It's it's starting to be known now about the transfers. But I yep. looked at what Chip brought in. They had Dylan Gabriel on campus. On campus. He was coming. He was yeah. coming. And I was like, whoa, this is a game changer. I don't think he lasted that night. I think that night he was on a flight to Norman. Regardless, you look at what he's brought in. And, and Chip's done a gr- these, these two brothers on the defense from uh, North Texas, the Murphy brothers. Um, he's, he's got some, some linebacker guys that have come in. He got the Bobo kid from Duke, the wide receiver. He had, like, difference makers come in in the portal. He did a great job of scouting out what was available. A couple Ivy League guys he's brought in, got banged up on the D-line, uh, hoping they come back. But when I looked at their schedule, everybody made fun of it because they didn't play anybody out of conference. And I looked at it as an opportunity to extend camp and still be able to play things out in game situations with guys that he hasn't had chances to see in games in person. So I like the idea of that. Now, they got lucky against um, South Alabama uh, when, you know, they win with a, with a field goal at the, at the end, but they didn't play well. And that's the things that allow you to happen when you don't play great competition early on. And they got out of there unscathed. And now when you look at it, you look at – I looked at the schedule with, with Washington. I didn't think Washington was going to be that good, but I think we're going to start seeing them come back down to reality. They had Utah at home, and DTR never played Utah at home. They get USC at home. They do have to go to Oregon, but I wasn't that highly high on Oregon, uh, although I'm starting to change my mind there if, if Bo Nix is not going to turn the ball over. So I just like the – I, I thought there was a path. I thought there was a path. I love the idea of everybody was talking about Utah and USC, and I just thought that – that chip in, in that offense and the guys that have just played a lot of high level football um, were, were, were going to be there. And so far it's worked out huge, huge trip to Eugene uh, by week and then go to Eugene. Ducks have got ducks have got it figured out after that first game against Georgia. And you know, part of it's not having to play Georgia again, but certainly they look really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pac 12 has got some teams, man. Yes. Conference of champions. Yes. Last week in this space, I was saying that the checks were due. The Jimbo's mouth wrote some checks, and now, now his ass was going to have to cash him. Well, he almost doubled down and and robbed the bank. Uh, I don't know what analogy I'm making here. I'm just saying that I give AM credit. They went into Tuscaloosa, and look, you don't have the Heisman Trophy winner at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Alabama's a different team. But, I mean, I don't know how you could give anything other than a tip of the cap and respect to AM, who's a 25-point dog mm-hmm. uh, down in Tuscaloosa at Bryant-Denny with a play to win the game with three seconds on the clock. Maybe should have been a little more time. Maybe should have had two shots there. Whatever the case may be, I give them credit. They didn't win, but um, I don't know. It, you 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 can't win by losing in that, in that league, really, but I thought they were going to get stomped, and they didn't. The whole world did. I did too, included. And when I went back, went went back and watched the game last night. I give DJ Durkin all the credit in the world. I understand Bryce Young wasn't there, but that defense played their asses off. 
in an environment where I still think you're going to see more. I think this Gibbs kid for Alabama, I think he's got a higher ceiling. I mean, look at – he's so elusive, catches the ball out in space. I mean, then he puts his – you know, get if he gets north and south, forget it. You're not catching him. You could see they, that at, you could see that at Georgia Tech class. Yeah. You just didn't get a chance to see it. <laughs> you, know, you didn't get a chance yeah. to see it in big spots. Now you're getting a chance to see it, um, you know, on the yeah. on the. He didn't have stages. a lot of opportunities to put that foot in the ground either. When he Georgia when Tech. he did though, he was it was play the fight song, man. Yeah, but I just look at that unit up front. Uh, kid digs uh, ten. I was I just love what what I saw from them. So I give DJ Durkin a ton of credit, and I give Jimbo a bunch of credit. He he they they were ready. They were ready. Haynes King hung in there and took a ton of shots. I mean, a, a ton. ton of shots. I thought he was supposed to be a runner, but the reason I don't think he ran is because I think at some point he he's like, if self-preservation is yes. an instinct you possess, then don't. Yep. Because I, I, I would like to leave here upright. I'd like to be able to to, to play again yep. beyond this because he was getting blasted. That The Bama off the edge is horrifying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this. These people are like, oh, AM was lucky, missed field goals, uh, turnovers, fumbles. AM caused the fumbles. They, exactly. ta- they, they tackled the quarterback and he fumbled because they tackled him. You know, the ball, yep. they didn't put the ball out in the field and said, hey, AM, here, take it. So uh, I give him credit. I, I'm really, really fascinated to see what AM does the rest of the way because you talk about it all the time. This is all right. You got, yeah, you look good. You came back. You got to be better than eight and four. At some point, got I mean, it. at some at some point, I mean, say, say the same thing for Miami. They got beat at home by mm-hmm. Carolina. Like at some point, you can't just be sending out tweets and having a ton of NIL money and yeah. getting a bunch of recruits. Great, cool. We can't finish. I mean, Miami still have, have they played in the in the ACC championship game yet? I think they qualified one Once. year, but were, they have worked by Clemson. Cool. That's why we blew up the ACC so Florida State and Miami could meet in the eighth in the yeah, title every year. Remember that? Yeah, we gave up on basketball in that league. We're not we anymore. Uh-huh. Big Ten Scotty over here. Uh, but no, I mean at some point you got to can't can't keep finishing fourth in your league. A couple other things from college football, just things to think about. Number one, mm. the Egg Bowl is going to be bananas because Mississippi State. I have no idea how they lost to LSU. I do. They fumble the punt inside the 10, and you know yeah. how that place is at night, and it's a yeah. swoon that happens. Yeah, That's well, then they were exactly like had they had like 13 nothing, and then the, just yeah. the wheels, the wheels fell off, which is a shame because Will no, Rogers the quarterback's football team. nasty. They're good. And Ole Miss has got they had three, I think they had three one play touchdown drives against Vandy in the second half. Uh mm-hmm. that they got some dudes. That'll be fun. Egg bowl, mark it down mentally for Thanksgiving weekend. Number two, hot take. If yours doesn't get hurt against Bama, they're undefeated. Oh, I totally agree. Totally agree. I, now, I'm telling you, Scott, that he makes it. I know it's Oklahoma's defense, and people have looked pretty well, he, good against them, but he's so effortless in his throws. Then they throw these like sprint right. He he's full circle throws back on a screen. Like Sark has got that thing cranked up, and they I mean, I, the Big Twelve is 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 the most interesting league to me in the country. Because more than the Pac twelve? Yes, because I think more teams can win it. Okay, well, wait, wait. No, who can win it? Texas. You saying could win the Big Twelve? Yes. 
Texas, TCU. Who else? TCU, Kansas State, Oklahoma State. All right. Yeah, they haven't lost yet. You know? And they play everybody. That's why also I like it. Everybody uh, right. plays everybody. It, right, because there are thirty there aren't thirty-six teams in your league. It's <laughs> it's it's not cumbersome. It's small enough that everybody can play each other. I just think look, Texas loses yours in that game. They lose by one to Bama and they lose by three in Lubbock in overtime. Uh and they just beat the absolute breaks off OU. I don't know what to say about Oklahoma other than um I don't know what to say. I I don't other than I, I have one thought. When you when you're coming in and you're the portal is really tricky. The portal is a little bit like remember earlier when I was talking about quarterbacks with Matt rule. Yeah. Right. You go out and you get, you can get, you get Darnold, you get Mayfield. The reason you can get them is because the jets in Cleveland decide you can have them. Mm-hmm. And the thing I, I know, I know a couple of college coaches who said about the portal, they're like, you know, even when players are really talented, I think, am I taking somebody's problem? I, mm. I might be. Because I know the guys that are in our port, they're in the portal leaving here. And I'm thinking, if I really wanted to keep them, I'd be trying to figure out how I could. And sometimes you can't. Sometimes people are just going to leave because they're going to leave. Correct. But I always wonder, am I taking somebody's problem? And OU, how many people did they have? How many new people did, did they Hannibal's have, have? They had 50, 50. people that never put on an Oklahoma uniform before week one. How does anyone think that's going to work? Well, it's just too much to expect yeah. for there to be cohesion on either side of the ball. Now, granted, Gabriel gets hurt against Kansas State, right? Mm-hmm. No, TCU. No, TCU, I beg your pardon. They weren't going to keep up with TCU no, no. matter what happened that day. They got beat by TCU, excuse me, Kansas State at home. Mm-hmm. Then they got obliterated in Fort Worth. Then they got debacled by Texas. And I mean, I, I it's astounding for someone whose calling card is defense that that these are the last three things you put on tape. Because watching them Saturday, and I, I and I'm not going to act like it was a lot because my attention was occupied during the noon window. Mm-hmm. But what I saw is, it's just. Uh, alarming when you see that uniform putting that on tape. It has to be complications with players in the system because when you watch it, there's way too many breakdowns in coverage. There's guys that are not on the same page. There's guys that are misaligned. That hurts with um, coaching. It is. It is. But it's a it's a it's a combination. You know, it's. It's a first-time head coach. I understand. You know? Right, right, it's, exactly. But it's a first-time head coach yep. with 50 people that have never worn your uniform. Yep. And that's that's the thing about the portal that's, that's just a really, really interesting yep. part that people don't think about. Yeah, if you've got – if you want to plug a hole, you have a very specific need, mm-hmm. you want to upgrade a, a quarterback, and you can look at Kansas State. They look a little different with that quarterback. Yeah. Okay. But if you're trying to just entirely overhaul a roster, you need some kind of foundation. You need need some kind of foundation. Perfectly Um, Whether it's a veteran coach or veterans that have stayed there and you start sprinkling the transfer. So it'll, it'll, they, I'm not saying fire anybody. No, no, not at all. And I'm not saying, 
But you know what I mean? It's just, it's a wow kind of a deal that you, you know, look at the, look at the programs in the last year, two years that have changed edge coaches. It's, there's 15 big time top yeah. of the top rungs on the ladder that have changed. And not everyone's going to work. The fact that it's working as well as, as it is for Lincoln and USC, given the kind of angst that the folks in Norman had towards him. I mean, it's just, that's can't, can't make it any better for Sooner fans. No. And as y'all know, grandma's from my, was from Miami. She was a Sooner fan. She would not, she would not have been pleased last Saturday. Mm. I have one more topic. It's unrelated to college football. This this Wembenyama guy. Yeah. I mean, look, we pr- we pride ourselves on being reasonable, not hyperbole, right? Mm-hmm. He's seven foot four, and he's made seven of eleven threes. It just doesn't look right. It looks like it looks like when I play with Sam and Charlie out on the seven foot bucket. And I'm just pulling from everywhere because I could shoot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm shooting on a little bucket. So, And I'm also shooting with like a little ball. So it goes in every time. Um, I guess what I'm saying is if we if there's a seven-foot bucket league with a small basketball, I'm Wembenyama. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Just watching him. No, it's something to see. It really there, is. There have been plenty of tall dudes. Yeah. Garnett's a seven-footer. He doesn't want to list himself for that. That's what he is. Yep. This dude's another notch beyond that mm. and it's just preposterous and to see the quote from Woj that it'll be a race to the bottom like we've never seen I'm I'm that's horrifying because that just means it's horrifying be, for a lot of ways right because there's going to be four or five teams that are just outright not going to try and they're going to charge people full freight for a year of them just outright sucking and it's also going to cause talk about the team's that are not trying, whereas we're covering a season where teams are trying, and that's going to get more attention than the teams that are trying. Which doesn't not not my favorite thing. All yeah. for all for maybe one more one more percentage chance of a ping pong ball. <laughs> hey, we went 10 and 62. 72. 10 and 72. And we're picking fourth. Awesome. That was great. Oh, uh, all right. He's that, that, but that kid, I mean, just to see people yeah. who are people, you know, freak out that that's the, the, the bell, the, all the alarms are going off to tell you this is as real as it gets. Mm. All right. All right two things. NFL hot take. Yep. Jets are better than the giants. I don't think that's a hot take. Okay. Most importantly, close with this. People have helped us out in the past. It's that time of year. We need the donuts sent. We need the cider donuts sent. All right. For those that are familiar, so you're nodding. You know what we're talking about. For those that don't know, and you're like, what, what's Steve talking about? We're talking about Lyman Orchards, folks. Yes. We're talking about Lyman Orchards donut holes. And the donuts. We're talking about a drug mule to buy a bulk of them, a pallet. And transport them to us. We will pay you handsomely for this endeavor. Cider donut holes and gross. Like not not one container. That's insufficient. Not even even two or three. A pallet. Pallet. 
of lime and orchards. Mm-hmm. And you say to yourself right now, you're like, oh, I down at my local grocery store, they have cider donuts. Great. Great. They're not lime and orchards. No. Donut holes. Stop talking. Get find at some, me. Find someone that will make this move. Again, we will compensate you in mileage. We'll compensate you monetarily for the donuts, and there will be a stipend attached to this. We'll each send you a Christmas card, too. We might put you on the show. <laughs> I don't care. crazy. We got protocols down here. Not really. <laughs> I got a cell phone. I'm just going to shoot a picture of me and this person unloading a pallet saying, here's our person. Uh, none of them. this is none of this is a joke. No. It no. seems like seems like old Stanford Steve and Scott are joking. Mm-mm. Ain't nobody joking right now. No. Um, we need we need. There's a free pub, Lyman Orchards, too. I mean, you know, the desperation in the Wolf of Wall Street where it <laughs> says, get me the lewds. It's that level of desperation. I'm not going to die on this boat sober. Well, I, w- I wish people could see the vein in the side of your head start popping as soon as I brought up the donuts. The ludes, get the ludes. We need we need them. Remember that fall day I was talking about? Yeah. October day. That's what Leaves you get ready to fall. Okay, that's where we are. All right, I've made my point. Now I'm just belaboring it. All right. Um that's all I got. Hope everybody has a great week. And um we'll get at you next week.